everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are at minute 58. Yes, we are. It begins with David Mush, Racetrack Jack, and Specs on screen. Yes, okay. And it goes on through a bunch of random boys popping up off the rooftops like meerkats. Sort of, yeah, we sh- we, we'll get to it, but it actually reminds me of the... Um, the chimney sweeps in Mary Poppins a little bit. It, oh God, I haven't seen Mary Poppins since I was a kid. There's a point where it's it, it's suddenly like chimney sweep, chimney sweep, chimney sweep. Okay, sort of like that. Dress the same sort of deal. What with the the dirt and uh-huh. <laughs> suspenders. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have that Chris Klein, the not Chris Klein character, is again among the trying to sell newspapers. Okay. Um, the scabs. I'd never noticed him. Before, but now he was all I could see in the in the crowd of people. I did not notice him. Yeah, his forehead looks a lot less big when you're not as up close as you were before. Okay, so that Fair. may be the problem. Okay, <laughs> I have a note about a bunch of dudes who make the Delancey brothers look like puppies come through the gate, and they've got like <clears throat> brass knuckles and chains. And well, racetrack yells something okay. that sounds like the cribs. Okay, so there's a part where the the scabs basically come out to sell sure. newspapers. Yes, and uh, I think Jack calls them the grafters. Okay. So I want to talk about that. Okay. But then uh, I actually went back and put on subtitles uh, because what happens in this minute is that the scabs lure the newsies back into the distribution center gates, where uh, there are thugs basically. Uh-huh. Um, that, yeah, I went and put on subtitles because Racetrack indeed yells the cribs. Okay. And I could not, for the life of me, find a definition of what that is. Okay. I found an etymology of how crib, like the bed for a kid, mm-hmm. and crib, like to copy off of someone. Sure. How those are related. All All sorts of stuff. But I did not find anything about it being like a hired thug or a mercenary or like... Whatever. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know if the cribs is just I didn't dig deep enough into accurate 1899 New York slang, which is what my other research into this movie would have led me to believe. Right. <laughs> or if the or if the if the subtitles were wrong and it's something else. Yeah. He enunciates pretty clearly that it's the cribs. Yeah. So I don't know. But can I talk to you about grafters? Yeah. But first, what? How are um, crib the bed and crib the copying related i'm sorry you mentioned that and it's all i was able to think about the entire time you finished talking it comes from so it was originally crib the bed Mm -hmm. but it's also a a crib can also be referred to like um like a a shallow like well like a crib comes from like is like a manger is sort of the same thing but like it can also be where like you store like a sort of like a, a a garden bed Okay. And I think that the, I was sort of like, no, 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 no. But I think basically what I saw was the act of taking something from a crib, which would be easily taken like a, like potatoes or whatever that were in that crib uh-huh. became known as cribbing. Okay. And so then taking anything like copying off of someone, okay. taking sort of their information from their page onto yours. I feel like potatoes would be a hard thing to crib from someone's garden. What with the whole being underground thing. Good point. Good point. I'm reading The Martian and potatoes are all I can think about right now in terms of gardening. So he's this planting is, potatoes. That's it. This has been the gardening minute <laughs> exactly. with Aaron and James. Exactly. Tell me about grafters. So 
I found a definition that okay. makes sense. Okay. And it was like the quote they had was from like 1901, so really close, probably okay. pretty close to what they whatever. Okay. Then I have sort of my own thoughts about the use of that word, which are which are also. I think, uh, pretty relevant. So, Wiktionary says, uh, grafter is a corrupt person, one who receives graft, which is like a bribe or ill-gotten gains or whatever. Okay. So that's, that's just sort of what it means. I think it's related to grifter, but, uh, you know, grafter or whatever. But I was also thinking about like a graft, like a skin graft. Okay. And how that is sort of a little bit related to like a scab. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a graft is some, is, you know, a piece of skin that they replace or, you know, or like a piece, a piece of tissue because you can get it like a bone graft or whatever. Yeah. You take a piece of tissue from one place and use it to replace a piece of tissue elsewhere. Yeah. In sort of the same way that these people are replacing. It's sort of like another word for a scab, which I didn't see anywhere, but like, yeah. I think it's a really sort of vivid word for like the same thing as like a scab. Yeah. Like we can't use the word scab again. Ooh, grafter. So, I mean, and I think that's actually yeah. appropriate. And, and, and so it's used correctly, but I think that it's, it's also very vivid of, like, in the same sort of scab union terminology. Sure. Yeah. And then we finally reached it. David says, all right, everyone remain calm. Mm-hmm. Jack takes two beats. And what does he yell, James? Oh, he yells a little something called, let's soak him for crutchy. Yeah, he does. Oh, God. That the the pause, well, I I have to imagine Jack's clockwork was ticking in his brain. Uh huh. He's like, poor David. All right, everyone remain calm is such a David thing to say. Yep. And the fact that he had any expectation of that working. <laughs> it's like he's new here. <laughs> and, all right, everyone remain calm. It is just a fire. Leave in an orderly. Oh, everyone's running. Oh no, I've been crushed. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so Jack says our our catchphrase, which we stole from this part of the movie, from when Jack says it. And then yeah, I have it's a trap because the cribs are there and they close in the they close the gates. Yep. Which means this and this is the means that Weasel was talking about with Pulitzer. Uh-huh. So cribs has to mean something like hired yeah. muscle. Yeah. Because what clearly happened was it's sort of I know you haven't seen it yet. But at some point in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Prince John is like, we need something to defeat these thieves. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's a witch in it. And she's like, you know what to do. And he's like, um, what? The hired mercenaries? And he's like, the, what about the people from the north? And he's like, and she's like, he's like, oh, hired thugs. So he like basically uh, pays off Vikings to okay. come and like beat the crap out of Robin Hood and his merry men. Well. Sort of feels exactly like this. Yeah. Yeah. These are grown ass adult <laughs> yeah. men. Yes. Large, physically imposing and threatening, going up against children. Right. With like chains. And brass knuckles yeah. and like crowbars and stuff. Right. One of them comes at Jack completely unprovoked, like has a chain wrapped around his fist and is like hitting out at Jack and like swinging the chain at him. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, he's, he's unprovoked in the sense that. Jack didn't throw a punch or any or say anything to him. He just he was hired to do this, and so he comes in. He identifies Jack as the leader, the yeah. leader, and starts swinging a chain at him badly because he doesn't actually make contact ever. Right, but Jack's whole body language when the chain starts happening mm-hmm. 
is really, really good. Yeah. And very well acted by Christian Bell because he's yeah. like, I believe in this cause, but holy crap, that's a big dude with a big chain. Yeah. And he's swinging at me. Yeah. And I keep trying to back into this crowd that keeps pushing me back forward. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think very well acted by Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, another good part is uh, the the one adult that's looking out for them. Um, my Denton. Pal, my pal Denton, <laughs> who is apparently not only a journalist, but also a photographer. I think it's sort of like he has a camera on his phone. <laughs> Except it's this big giant thing he's carrying over his shoulder. Right, exactly. But yeah, we get our answer about um, whether or not the cops care. Yeah. The answer is no. Nope. They super don't. Yeah. He goes up to a cop. He's like, aren't you going to stop them? And they're just like, move along, sir. Right. Yeah. So, no. Nope. Aren't you going to stop them, officer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Denton. I love Denton. He's my boy. What? Could Denton be real? I don't know. All right. Well, we have we have some minutes coming up next week that have Denton in it. Probably not, right? Probably not. I mean, they're... Mi- like, he's probably know, a conglomerate though. of, like, Every newspaper. newspaper right. person. He's, Hold right. on. I need, to, I need to do a thing real quick. Well, there's a Brian Denton photographer. Uh-huh. What's his medium? Big um, and bulky? Well, he's an American photographer based in New Delhi, India. Dang it. There's a Brian Denton for the New York Times. Uh-huh. There's this dude on Facebook. Uh-huh. Maybe that's him. Is he really old? Nope. <laughs> And then most of them are um, Brian Denton newsies. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to dive any further down. It no. does appear that Brian Denton is a journalist yeah. for the New York Times now. Right. Time is, travel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there have been stranger explanations for things. Exactly. Time traveling newsie. Who would have thought of it? 20 years ago um yep yeah so i mean denton i i can't i can't really figure out why he has the camera there in the first place yeah like is he coming from somewhere maybe is he like uh, i was doing a wedding <laughs> or, may, or i mean the best i can figure is that he's like all right there's clearly some stuff going down is this the first morning since no it's not because the the first time they they interacted with Chris Klein, not Chris Klein, was yeah. But that was when Crutchy got taken to the refuge. Oh, this right. is presumably the next morning. Because I think we're meant to understand so that Crutchy gets taken that night. David and Jack go to break him out. Right. And this is the next day. And so this is the second day of the strike. So, yeah. But the first day that Denton has known about the strike. When he was back at the photo lab, which I assume is something that was there at the sun for him to grab his camera stuff. I guess. But. Because there was the day, there was the day that they said we're going on strike and they went to Brooklyn. Right. And Brooklyn laughed at them. And then they came back from Brooklyn. They came back from Brooklyn and sang Seize the Day and then soaked some people. Yeah. So they decided to go on strike. They went, they talked to Denton. Right. And talked to Pulitzer. Right. And talked to Pulitzer and then right. talked to Denton some more and then went to Brooklyn. Yeah. And then came back and sang Seize the Day about how it's not, or the world will, no, no see, Seize, see, the, seize the Day. Because they were like, we, uh, we are Seize aren't. the Day is the, we don't need Brooklyn, we can still do it. Right. And then 
The next day. The next day was when is they when Crutchy gets taken. Right. So this is day three. This is day three. So day one was a really unrealistic timeline. <laughs> right. Um, but also day one was Denton becoming aware that this was going to happen. Day two, Denton wasn't there for. He was there because he saw Crutchy get taken. That's right. So oh, so but wait, day one was Denton doing preliminary work and asking David, trying yeah. to make some sort of biblical David, like David and Goliath. Yeah. Day two was him writing the story in earnest. And then day three was, well, we'll see. Let's get a photo to go with the story. Right. Despite, well, we'll get it's into it. It's entirely possible that that was his angle, that he showed up and he was like, we need a picture to go with the story, even though Jack said no pictures. Right. He but as long as... I had one rule. He specifically <laughs> said no pictures... But Denton shows up with a camera. I'm, I have to give Denton the benefit of the doubt and assume that he was going to take pictures of other people. Right. I feel like Denton is the type of journalist that would be filming the cops. Yeah. Like if it was a, if it was now. Yeah. He'd be he'd be like. Yeah, he'd have his phone out. Yeah. Filming the cops. Exactly. Yeah. So. Do you have more? Oh, just that uh, when all seems lost, we see some people start popping up from the rooftops, as we mentioned, and uh, yeah. we're gonna have to figure out who those people are and where they're from. I guess maybe we'll find out tomorrow. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Newsies Minute. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James if you would like to financially support the show. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. Uh, go check out their all the rest of their shows because they're it's a pretty diverse group of shows. It really is. There's something for there for every taste. Yes, there sure is. <laughs> so... In the words of Jack Kelly, join us tomorrow to listen to our podcast. But until then, soak them for crutchy. <laughs> Jack didn't say most of those words. They just cut that part where he mentioned podcasting in 1992 or 1899. <laughs> he was an early adopter. Exactly. That We need to be a podcasting. What did he just say? What weird words is he saying? Oh, Jack, so dumb. I think dumb. he said ambassador. <laughs>